This is the Better Wealth Podcast with Caleb Williams. In this podcast edition of the Better Wealth Podcast with Caleb Williams, I believe life insurance, when set up and used properly, is the very best place to save your money because it has great growth opportunities. Like your money's literally going to grow for the rest of your life. Like when I sit down with people and I talk with people, I talk about this idea that you don't have to choose. Like you literally don't have to choose between someday in the future and now in the present. And when I found out about this concept and I realized what how banks were using their money, how the wealthy were using their money, and like how we could take high performers, entrepreneurs, and show them better ways to use their money today and have their money continue to grow in the future, like I realized like this is so amazing. Now, one of the things that I've just been running into as I go speak and you know, people read my book is they're like, well, this just sounds too good to be true, or like it's just hard to think about, you know, how would this work in my life? And so what I this is kind of what I want to bring bring forth to people and the kind of the material that I want to bring forward is this idea of the 12 ways that you can be more efficient. I'm literally gonna share with you 12 areas in your life that you can be more efficient that if you literally have been enlightened if you like get what i'm talking about like you can start redirecting that money that you were putting towards option a because that's all you knew and now you can put it into option b and option b will give you lifetime growth access to your money control over your money better retirement protecting your number one asset which is yourself and like when you realize that we can give one dollar multiple jobs it just turns into this amazing thing Part number one is this idea of mortgages. Like if you are buying a house, I'm, I'm not necessarily talking about whether you should buy a house or not. I'm talking about how you purchase that house. And if you're if you are trying to save money by paying cash for that house or paying extra payments on that house or maybe you got a 15-year mortgage, one thing that you need to know is you are saving interest. Like you are paying less in interest by doing that, but that's a half truth because by doing that you're giving up total control and your assets going to grow regardless and and really you have a lot of missed opportunity cost. When we really run the numbers, if you are just a, assuming you're not an entrepreneur productive at all and we're just looking at the math, it could be a lost opportunity cost of three, four, five, six hundred thousand dollars of money that's not able to grow for you because it goes back to if you are saving interest by paying off your house fast, that money's no longer able to grow for you ever again. And we're not just talking about the 30 years, we're talking about the rest of your life. And so if all I did was help someone restructure their mortgage, we could give them more control, we could give them better compounding of their dollar. And that that one thing alone, some people are so aggressively paying off their house, just by changing that up and, and understanding um, kind of where we're coming from can free up so much money and put them in, in a better position. Number two, qualified plans. When I say qualified plans, this is anywhere from like 401ks, IRAs, this could be like Roth IRAs, it could be SEPs. And here's the reality. These accounts, the benefit of these accounts is they usually put your savings on or investing on autopilot. Like you literally gets gets taken out of your account and it's put and the idea is it's going to grow for the rest of your life. The, the downside is you have zero control. You're invested in mutual funds, which I think are uh, for the most part, pretty terrible. And then finally, you just like you're deferring. In most cases, you're postponing a tax, and you don't even know what the taxes are going to be. And like when we when we start looking at where taxes could go in the future, like it's insane. So this idea of like, okay, here's this account. You have zero control over it. You hope it grows. It'll work for you someday in the future. And let's just pray that taxes don't go up. Like that's what most um, of America. That's where most entrepreneurs are saving their money. And I think it's crazy. But the reality is, if all we did was look at that and say, okay, maybe 
maybe we shouldn't put as much money in or some people that listen to this or read my book are like, I want to stop contributing to my 401k and just redirect that money into my and asset. In that case, that's money that we're freeing up and hopefully we can give each one of those dollars more than one job. The next thing is college savings. I, I have some really cool clients with awesome case studies around this idea of college savings. And it's just like, instead of saving your money in a 529 plan, hoping it grows, and then here's the, here's the kicker, when you pay for college, you take that money out, you pay for college, and that money's never able to grow for you ever again. For those of you that understand what we're talking about, your money could be put in a place. It's not only going to be safer, but more importantly, you get to pay for college, but that money gets to compound for another 30, 40, 50, 60, maybe 70 years. Like that could not just be your college plan, but it could be your down payment. It could be for your future cars. It could be for your future retirement. It could be your future legacy. Like families could set up a, um, a lifetime legacy plan for their kids that also pays for college. And so, yeah, if you're if you're funding a college account, uh, you got to know about this. Number four, future purchases. If you're already saving up for cars, boats, uh, future houses, um, what if there was a way where you could save your money and use it at the same time? It goes back to the end asset. If you don't know about this, you're, you you might be taking money, putting it into a separate account, maybe an investment account. And again, every time you use that dollar, you don't just lose that dollar. You lose what that dollar could earn you the rest of your life. College savings, future purchases. These are all areas that if you understand how the end asset works, you can start redirecting that money and put it in a place uh, that's more in your control. The fifth part is just expense tracker. And this is not necessarily something I get super passionate about, but you'd be shocked how many people that come through our blueprint and all they do is they start tracking their expenses and they're like, oh my goodness, I spend so much money. Like what if, if all I did was just stop spending money on things I don't need or don't want, or like, I don't, like, I didn't even know I had a subscription to this, you know, service that I've never used. Like just by stopping that, that can free up money. And when we free up that money, that can be put to a place that's um, better in your control. I am good friends with the, the owner of TaxBot. Um, and one thing that I've been shocked about, and this is number six is the tax tracker is, is just how much money we can save if we just understand how the tax code works, especially as entrepreneurs entrepreneurs, like when you drive or when you start tracking expenses, like that's literally money that you don't have to pay taxes on. Like we're literally giving you money that you were going to pay to the IRS and put it somewhere else. Huge, huge benefit. And so start tracking your expenses, start tracking your mileage, start understanding how the withholding works if you're if you're an, an employed by someone or even if you're an entrepreneur, like understand that. The seventh area is tax restructure. This is more of like a tax strategy. If you are paying a lot of money in taxes, if you own a business, understand the difference between a corporation um, and like how what would be more favorable for you. If you understand what you should be paying yourself in salary, understand things like Augusta rule, which allows you to write up uh, your house off, you know, 14 times or less a year, like understand how you can do certain things in the tax code that can free up a lot of money. Again, we do that, we can free up that money, where can we put that? Number eight is debt. So many people don't have a debt strategy. And all I'm saying is if, if is the goal to be debt free or to be financially free. And if all we did was show you a strategy that could help you accelerate your debt, but but included the and asset, not only are you going to be debt free, but you're going to have an asset that grows for you the rest of your life. And oh, by the way, you still have control and access over that money. So how you pay for your debt could be uh, really beneficial. Uh, maximize your credit. A good friend of mine, Bo Crable, has a credit course. And all he does is he's like, if you're going to buy things, do it where you get the most amount of points back. Again, disclaimer, if you if you carry a ba balance on your credit card, this is not for you. Like it's only for people that pay it off every single month because, you know, 21% interest is never a good idea on credit. 
But if you're but if you're like paying that for that every month and you're paying that down to zero and you use a credit card that gives you one extra point versus, you know, let's say two points versus one, that's like real money back in your pocket. You know, number 10, check, check up on your insurance. The amount of people that have duplicate coverages, people that don't fully understand if they're, you know, overpaying on their property and casualty, if they don't understand if they're overpaying on their life insurance, if they don't understand how they're paying uh, for, you know, DI, long-term care, like get someone that can help you not only protect yourself because you need to be protected, but don't overpay on things that you uh, shouldn't be overpaying on. Uh, emergency fund. Uh, some of you may have uh, watched my uh, interview with Greg Helema. He literally, his account not only allowed them to like buy cows and ultimately paid out when he passed away, but like he was able to, they had a lot of money, quote unquote, on emergency in case something happened, but that money was being more productive. And, and in fact, it was just super productive when you think about all the, all the things that it did for their family. So if you have a bunch of money in a separate account, maybe some of that could, account could be part of the and asset and do multiple things for you. And finally... Opportunity fund and a common question that I get is Caleb. What should I invest my money in like I want I, like we have especially as entrepreneurs We have this idea of like a fear of missing out like if we don't have our money into an investment We're missing out and and quite frankly if all you did was keep money liquid and just wait and wait for the economy to crash You would be surprised there would be there would be opportunities that would seek you out uh, Nelson Nash the author of Becoming Your Own Banker, he he passed away a couple months ago. He he had a phrase that said, when you have access to capital, opportunities will seek you out. If all we did was help you be more in control of your money, know that that money was going to grow long-term for you, but just gave you control of money, opportunities will seek you out sometime. I guarantee you, imagine what, what the benefit it would be if you had access to capital when stocks dropped 50% or real estate dropped 50% or maybe a business opportunity came up because someone needed cash. If you have access to capital, opportunities will seek you out. And so these are the 12 areas. I'll just recap. Mortgages, qualified plans, college savings, future purchases, expense tracker, tax tracker, tax restructure, your debt strategy or the way that you pay off your debt, maximize your credit, insurance checkup, emergency fund and opportunity fund. These are all these 12 areas. If you rethink about um, how you think about those accounts, we can make it more efficient and get your money to be more in control now and in the future. Hopefully you enjoyed this this short little rant. Uh, hopefully this uh, was somewhat beneficial and would love to hear your feedback. Make sure you go subscribe, share with people this podcast. I would love to hear your feedback. I literally just got a message uh, 15 minutes ago and, I, and I'm so grateful for that because that's honestly the reason I'm on here is I'm like, you know, I just got to do more of these. So thank you for the people that have reached out. Make uh, this day, this week, an amazing week. And I look forward to talking with you soon. Thank you so much for listening to the Better Wealth Podcast. Make sure you press subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. You can listen on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, or your favorite podcast player.